I see the Mexican wave kind of like mass. When I was a kid, like I loved the Mexican wave. When I was a kid, I used to go to mass and you know, this is something different. And then when you get a bit older, you're like, this is a load of crap. OTB AM, live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Ronan Nagara, good morning to you. How are you? Morning, how are you, guys. How are you keeping? Very well. Very well. Yourselves? Good. A nice quiet few weeks for you? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I've had a bit of time off this morning for the first time in a, in a while. So I didn't do the school run. So a little change of routine is good. Um uh, to regather the thoughts before we go again tomorrow. So yeah, it has been a yeah. Um, I suppose you get periods like that every maybe three years, four years, two years, depending on when I suppose uh, contract um, will come up for uh, renewal. It's different to the playing game. Obviously, the coaching game it probably happens a year in advance, uh, and then obviously there was um, disciplinary. Um, problems so um, yeah never a dull moment never a dull moment what what a few weeks what when you get all that sorted running you um, can you talk to us a little bit about it or give us some sort of an insight because like you know from the outside looking in all you ever see is the press release and the quotes that come out and you have no sense of what's going on behind the back back end so um, when it all gets done are you uh, is that something you celebrate like what's the after media's aftermath of getting pen on paper no, like that. That's I suppose where it, it differs. That from everybody else is just it's it's um, something. This is stating the obvious. Obviously, you're signing a, a paper, but it, it it means very very little in the fact that you I mean there's a rule in France four defeats in a row and you're gone. You know, so. Um, well, people will say, oh, well, yeah, but he has a contract and the payout will be different. But it becomes very complicated if you look at it like that. And obviously, I've started on the negative side where uh, I don't envisage that happening. Um, but, um, you know, you probably uh, had to weigh up in terms of the test game. Um, the test game is something that I would like to do. Um, but... I just still felt at 45 that I have plenty of time to do that. Um, and I think um, when you want to create an environment where you are successful, I think it's a process as opposed to uh, words. So my acts and my behaviours and my what I do, my behaviour is important. So I've assembled a squad here. And it was the same when I was a player at Munster. I had offers to leave as a player, but if your number ten is jumping ship, I think it's a it's a kick in the stomach for for the organisation. Here, I suppose the president and the sporting director have let me kind of target players I want to target, keep players I want to I want to keep, and um, that's very exciting, Adrian. And mm. the fact that you can create your group and and your and your squad, but it's it's only just happened last season. I think the more you reflect what was pulled off in Marseille would be uh, an outlier in the fact that the environment and the probably the uh, where Leinster are, they'd be ahead of where 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 we are. But that's exciting in its own right. It means that our upside is probably bigger. Mm. So, um, 
you know, I think signing the the contract is one thing, committing to it is is another thing. But like, you can't be in two places at the one time, mm. you know. And an ideal world, you'd love to coach um, La Rochelle and then have a test team, but you'd find yourself <laughs> burnt out pretty quickly. Did you? It's, it's, I hadn't never even considered that. Well, you you weren't thinking about that, were you? No, you can't do that. No. Obviously, no, 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 no. It's full time jobs, both of them, and it's pretty difficult to do one as it is. But uh, I love it, and uh, as you know, uh, from having visited over the summer, uh, there are six people very happy here, and that's excluding me. And I think that's the most important thing. It's it's a career that if if uh, you were to neglect, I suppose, the non-rugby side you could end, just end up very easily in a one-bed apartment anywhere in the world because you, the game can eat you and the uh, needs of the game can eat you. But for me, there's nothing more important than, than family and, and that was uh, a crucial part of the decision. You know, when you sit around the table, uh, when six hands go up, who wants to say <laughs> it's it's pretty convincing and it's a memory that that will stay with me. Is that that literally happen? Yeah, because like, you know, that's it's no different to any other family. People think that rugby players or soccer players are different, but it's it, it's not, you know. It's it's very privileged to play in front of packed houses and and that's what happens in La Rochelle. It's obviously diluted from top sporting not top sporting, but soccer, where you can have 80, 100,000 people at games. The capacity here is 16,000 is full every week. But from that point of view, it's very uh, pleasing to have that kind of privilege. Uh, but like that affects one person. And then behind that, you're you're trying to get do what's best for your family. And what's best for your family is living in a, in a nice place where hopefully they can... Um, get their needs looked after as well we kind of spoke to you on different occasions running on the show about the 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 england rumors and depending on who you listen to you were on a, a short list of three or four um like was the, was the contract with la rochelle always kind of scheduled to happen around now or did the england rumor mill i guess speed that whole process along no it didn't it was always see that's as i said to you like i'm consistent and then the fact that it's uh i'd be out of contract at the end of 24 you know so they want to have their business done before Christmas because um, um, by that it gives them uh, six months. If I was leaving on the last um, year of the contract, then they'd have to have someone in place because um, it's so easy to find someone, but finding someone isn't really what the name of the game is. They're trying to find someone that's either better than you or hopefully as good as you. So, it's a it's a very important, I suppose, position to to fill. So, um, the no the England, um, I suppose, um, opportunity or potential opportunity w- w- was in the background, and um, you know, I think I always had a realistic view, and I I put myself um, in the position where if the was the Irish job and. Um, Steve Bartwick was picked ahead of me. I probably have um, feel very frustrated and disappointed with that. And when you flip it on its head, uh, Ron Rogara versus Steve Bartwick in England, I think he has an advantage over me. So I always felt that I was probably the outsider of three in that race. 
but that's okay. That's that you don't know because uh, you know you, you. It's only when you probably, I suppose, um, have briefings with them and feedback from them and get into interesting conversations and dialogue. Maybe that's their vision is is more similar to yours. So it's it's a it was um I suppose a, a period where I enjoyed um you mean placing myself in a in a, a test manager's tracksuit uh, and that's what you you have to do. Um, when you say the the background in terms of your conversation, there, there were conversations with the RFU, with the RFU. There was a um, a process uh, on, ongoing. Is that fair enough to say? The process is probably advanced. There was conversations with with, with certain um, members of the RFU, and um, it wasn't. Uh, a decision won't be made till I would say. Well, it's obviously changed now because this was pre uh, Eddie Jones, mm. where so everything's different, and I'm out of the loop. So um, I'm not too sure what's going to happen now. Obviously, but something at some point or another, uh, an itch you want to scratch the the international thing, wherever, wherever that may be. Yeah, well, obviously you'd love to. You, you know, you'd love to coach. But the obvious solution is is Ireland, but uh, there's no availability there, and and that's for a good reason because Andy Farrell is is humming and he's got his team playing great rugby and he's got a great environment. So, but you mean that's that's okay if that was it would be nice to happen at some stage, be it in four years, ten years. I don't know. I'd like to do it. I'm a competitor. I'd like to try and see what I could do with an Irish team at a certain stage. Uh, but I think also when you when you coach, um, there's something inside you where you're able to strip back. I think the emotion and the attachment or the um, the the role is very visible, irrespective of of what country um, you are coaching. So it becomes a very, I suppose. Um, appealing position to me anyway in the fact that you could uh, be the boss of a certain country to try and get the best out of the rugby players available in, in a certain country it's professional coaching Are you someone Ronan who, who sets out a, a rough timeline for yourself like by this year I want to you know I'd love to be involved in Munster if there was an opportunity or Ireland if there was an opportunity or do you just kind of I guess take it as it comes yeah, well, I wouldn't be mapping out that. <laughs> it's not, um, you mean, to coach Munster. No, that's not the plan. Uh, the plan is to to obviously commit here, do as well as I can, and then uh, it may change again, but maybe have a look at, um, can I do something at test level? That That's, for me, the natural evolution of this. But in terms of, setting goals um, I have a simple answer and that is you're trying to get the best out of yourself and your team on a daily basis and, and, and that's quite challenging I, no, I don't believe in I know I probably have a vision where I want to go to but I don't set out goals because I'm a believer in that I don't know my limit I don't think my team knows its limits so why put a limit on it um, one last one for me, and, and like the happy thing aside of the contract is now we don't have to ask you about this uh, for the next while, right? So, <laughs> so bear with me on one more of it. The the monster point, 
um, I'm surprised to hear you saying that it's not on some level on the radar. Is that um, like, do, do you see yourself as being Munster coach at any point? Hypothetically, very hypothetical question. Um, I don't know, genuinely. I don't know. Um, but, um, you know I mean? You can be sure that um, coaching Ireland would appeal more than coaching Munster. That's for certain. Um, I've kind of coached in the club game. I think you find exactly what Razor is doing. He's coached the Crusaders. I don't think he wants to coach a club team. He wants to coach a test team. And I think when you're in our positions, he, it's very understandable why that would be. Uh, Munster's a great club, great people. Uh, I have great memories as a player. But things move on and things evolve. Um, I'm not too sure um, if that will happen in the medium, short-term future. Um, but, uh, you mean, there's a special place there uh, in my heart for, for, for Munster. But um, it's... It's not on the on the short term plan. That's for sure. All right, unlikely, but never say never. I think is uh, maybe the Correct. takeaway from that. What uh, Scott yeah. Robertson you mentioned there? What tell us? The I was interested to read your piece in the Examiner this morning. Really good point made about the links with Leinster. That it's unlikely as a replace a direct like for like uh, for Stuart Lancaster. Is is uh, your opinion or your thoughts as to whether because you said there he probably wouldn't leave for another club gig? Is that unlikely to happen in in whatever role? Do you think or? Um, yeah, I think so. I think he's had his fill of, of talking to him, and I could be wrong, but my impression from speaking to him is that he's he's ready for the test game. He's ready for the test arena. He'd obviously um, once at uh, at all cost to coach the uh, the All Blacks. Whether that will happen after this World Cup cycle, I don't know. And when that will happen in terms of their announcement is probably more crucial because. It blocks him for other potential jobs, so he's probably in a in a waiting hold at the minute, getting uh, getting frustrated in the fact that um, he wants to know, I suppose, what his next move is. But he's not in control of that. Mm. Uh, tell him to come over here, do the Joe Schmidt thing. Come on over here, give us your goodness for a few years, build up your CV. You know, win a couple of hiding cups with Leinster on is what I'm saying here, and then uh, you know we can return him back to the All Blacks gig. <laughs> um, you could send them to Munster too. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is true. Um, your your frustrations with the ten week ban were again very evident from the uh, Examiner column this morning. You've, as you say yourself, uh, two down, eight uh, to go in terms of the weeks. Big frustration for you, I'm sure, because we've chatted to you about it before. Some of that is to do with your own uh, responsibilities around it, but also in terms of the general process of how it's all come about. Yeah, it is very very damaging to the team and the fact that game day you're, you're um, you can't have a role you know it has a big impact and you see it more and more uh, and it's obviously the, the crucial two two months uh, in December January where everything is more or less decided from trying to push for qualification or else scrapping for, for places so um, you know I, I'm not going to say anything more and just say my choice of words were very very poor but um, the time doesn't fit the crime yeah do you, find, do you find that as a head coach I guess you get you almost get punished more so than, than if you were a player 
that uh, almost they're trying to set an example by, you know, sending a, a message, I guess, in some ways. No, but sure, they've sent me messages already. It's just the fact that in this case, I was... Um, um, I was of the opinion that it was a, a private conversation, which it wasn't. With the disciplinary people? Uh, with the head of the referees in France. So mm. communication had been established for for a number of years, yet um, my wording pushed him over the 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 line to to report me. And as a result, I received a, a ten week ban. So, when you're saying that, when you're saying the punishment didn't fit the crime, and obviously don't want to land you in trouble. Um, but like, I, I, was there a precedent for it? Like, was there any? Was there a period of ban which maybe you were expecting compared to the ten weeks? No, because I think it's a unique case. So it was very much the first, and there was other, I suppose. Um, well, you can't call them similar cases when when the official process is respected, but there has been other, I suppose, coaches who have gone the the public route to to highlight. Um, um, what's the word? Inaccuracies or inconsistencies in the game, but um, you know, I mean, I was quite confident when um, Razi Erasmus got two weeks, uh, so. Yeah, to, to open an email to see ten week ban was was shattering. And uh, obviously, you don't want to become the bet noir as well, and and suddenly get painted with that brush that you're some sort of a troublemaker. Which uh, which uh, well, I'm already there. You know, it's that the the guy is difficult. He's a bit of a maniac, a lunatic, a uh, hothead. You know, they've they've gone hard the last few weeks. Yeah, most definitely on, in the press, uh, but. Um, you know, thankfully you'd have a, a team and a club that would probably have my back and other players that I've coached in France have been quite supportive but but yeah it's been unrelenting um, so because they always go to the kind of you know what I mean the one or two or three um, sour apples that you had previously coached that probably didn't like your your uh, uh, management skills <laughs> to, to to give the fire plenty of oxygen, but that's okay. Uh, Heineken Cup obviously back this weekend. Uh, Northampton La Rochelle Saturday evening. Then you've Ulster back to back. You're going in as champions. What's the hunger like for Europe this season? Um, well, we're not going in as champions. We're that's over. I think I have to make that very clear that once. Tomorrow comes around. There's no champions. It's a new competition. We start from zero, and we're looking forward to it. We've got a good team. We'll be at home, and we want to start fast. And uh, we love this competition. Um, it's reunited, or not reunited, but it uh, it gave, I think, special feeling to to the town of La Rochelle last May. Scenes in the port that have been rarely seen anywhere in the world. So. If you don't get a buzz out of that, you're you're in the wrong game, and uh, that will live with us for the rest of our lives. But we gotta um, reload now and and um, have another crack off it with a different group of players, a lot of new signings, Antoine Astois and Cantona, 
Le Souk it's their first games in the Champions Cup for people in Ireland they'll find that fascinating you know the fact that it's our bread and butter back in Ireland uh, but over in France it just shows I suppose um, the difference in stages of development between Irish teams and French teams I guess on a, on a lighter note Ronan how do you how do you find the build up to Christmas then like we were chatting on the show yesterday about Colchis Christmas when all the Colchis come into Dublin and, and do their shopping I don't know if you consider yourself a Colchi or you have a part talker you get to partake in France no? Um, that's the 8th of December is it? it is. All the, all the, uh, the brown shoes You're away whether you're a Colchi or not with that response Ronan there's no getting away from it now I'm 100% a Colchi yeah. I'm from Cork um, so um You'd wear the brown yeah. shoes and the checkered shirts and the, the Budweiser belt buckles and all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I forgot about that. It's, uh, there are people who think like that, isn't it? How dare they come into our city like that? <laughs> <laughs> but spend all your money. It's like, <laughs> yeah. give, give us that culture good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully get home for Christmas this year. Hopefully. By law, we have to have four days consecutively off so it falls well we play Bordeaux 23rd at 6.45 so might get home 24, 25th, 26th Oh that's good well, either way Santa comes to France and, and Ireland and yeah. rest assured so safe enough Pair Noel Come here congrats on the on the contract guess look over the weekend thanks a million good to chat with you Yeah cheers lads good luck OTB AM with Gillette Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.